Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode, I'm flying solo, and this is going to be the last episode for 2021. It's been a fantastic year bringing you episodes, and you know we've really enjoyed kind of producing the podcast across the year, and we've had a lot of different stuff happening over the year. We've had um, a bit of a change of format with Terry moving on. Um, also, you know, I've had a number of people on, on the podcast as well, which has been great and hoping we're going to be able to do more of that in 2022. So, like I said, you know, reflecting back on the year, we've had some fantastic, I suppose, results with listeners and some fantastic comments and people, you know, the the podcast has been listened across the world. I mean, there's probably not too many places where the podcast doesn't reach these days, which is, I always find amazing. You know, we produce this little podcast in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. We've got a small studio on the north side of Brisbane, where we produce it and it kind of goes out onto onto the internet and then people can pick it up wherever they are in the world and we know that photography is one of the you know it is a something that people love it's a pastime people really really love their photography they really really love doing getting out there and capturing stuff like I said that's why we do these podcasts because we basically love photography and the people I've had involved with the podcast all love photography or work somewhere in the photography industry, whether it be, you know, behind the scenes or behind the camera or, you know, in some other part of the industry. But, you know, like I said, it it is a great industry. It's been a very challenging time for the industry with everything's happened that started in 2020, followed through all of 2020, now all the way through 2021, and now we're coming up to the side of 2022. So this is going to be kind of the third year that we've been dealing with the global pandemic and it's still going to continue to be a challenge for people apologize if you hear some noise in the background in the studio there's something in in the building there's some some construction happening Uh, always every time you know i come into the studio and want to record a podcast you can back guarantee that somebody is doing maintenance or doing something somewhere but anyway we'll push on because this is actually the second time i've recorded this episode because the first time i got about halfway through and the noise got so bad that i just had to stop so I'm just going to try and keep pushing forward so hopefully that noise isn't too much of a noise in the background. So 2022, is you know, what, can, what can you do to make it different? One of the things that really popular, I suppose, for people with the end of the, you know, end of the year and the new year, people have their New Year's resolutions. And I always say to people, it's a really good idea to actually write your resolutions down on a piece of paper, commit them to paper, and... There's a couple of reasons for it. I think it just kind of makes it more real that when you write something down, you you see it, and like I said, you can copy then copy that and put it on your computer as a screensaver, or you can put it on your tablet as a screensaver, or your phone or whatever. I normally print copies out, place them around the house in various different areas, even been known to whack them on the on the bathroom mirror or you're definitely on the fridge and you know places of high visibility where you'll see them on a regular basis. And the idea is it's just a bit of a reminder for you some of the things that you want to do. Sometimes it's really easy to have a list and then the list gets pushed to the bottom and then doesn't see the light of day. 
So what I kind of recommend of New Year's resolutions, if you're really serious and you're really committed and you really want to make some changes, is to put them around everywhere and have them in front of you so you get a constant reminder. Because that's the way you're going to kind of do the things because there's going to be sometimes there's going to be a number of steps you're going to have to do to get to those particular goals. And if you want to make changes in your life, then you know if you want to make your life change, you have to make some changes. So there has to be some real changes, whether it be how you're working or a range of different things. But sometimes there's some prereqs, things that you have to do to kind of get to the next level. Sometimes that might be doing a little bit of study or something else just to get, um, you know, a license or a qualification or some other things. So sometimes you have to have a plan in place. So you're going to say, okay, you know, my, my goal is to be here and these are the steps. So you want to write down what the steps are and then also write down what you perceive to be the obstacles. What do you see are the challenges, the things that are going to hold you back, things that are going to stop you achieving those goals. So once you've written those those goals down, you've got them on paper, what you want to achieve, then think about how you'd go about um, fulfilling those goals and what you need to do in actually making them happen. So if you, like I said, then identify the challenges that, that might come along that you think, well, this is going to be difficult because I don't have enough money to do this. Once you've kind of identified where the challenge points are going to be, then you can kind of strategize around how maybe maybe there's a different direction you can go, maybe there's another way of achieving the same outcome using a different set of you know circumstances. But until you actually know where you're going and actually have that plan in place, really you're not going to go anywhere because basically you're just going to be kind of too easily falling down, you know, oh, something else comes along, oh, I'll, just, I'll just push that on the back burner and, and do it and come back to it and of course what happens is you know six months down the track it's we get to June and you go oh geez I need to dust that list off and I need to start looking at my goals for 2022 this is the time now before the clock kind of strikes this is when you really need to have those goals worked out you really need to have a bit of a plan in place like I said having a list is fantastic because the list allows you to then to to refer back to it I said you know analyze the list work out what you need to do work out you know those pinch points work out the things that you can do to get around them maybe it's also too that you you know somewhere along the way you're going to need some people to help you it's identifying those people and maybe sometimes those people you need to reach out to but to give them you know ample warning there's nothing worse than i need to do this and then suddenly realize you know i've had people you know ring me and reach out to me and say hey i'm doing an assignment for my studies for photography and oh, next Tuesday I need to have this assignment in, so I need all this, can you help me do it? And you kind of know that they probably have that assignment, you know, on the on the go for several months and then all of a sudden now it becomes an urgency and sometimes you feel bad because you can't help them because you've got um, you've got your commitments that you've got to do. But if so, people had reached out early and said, hey, look, I've got this thing coming up in the next two months, I need to do this, can you help? You go, yeah, let's work at a time or schedule some time to help you get through this or, or do that because quite often one of the common things that happens is with people um, when they're studying sometimes they have to reach out to somebody in the in the industry and quite often ask them a series of questions and get their responses and it's to make people think about um, different things and quite often it's around talking about the business of photography and the challenges of actually running a business based around photography you know, and also it can be the challenges of if you're 
if it's, if you're not a you know business based photographer, so if you're a hobbyist photographer, the challenges of making enough time to be able to to do your hobby and and to grow your skills. And again, and it could be like I said, um, with the list of goals, it mightn't be about making money or going into a situation where you're going to be making you know all your income from photography. It could be because a lot of people listening to this might just purely taste pictures for the joy of taking pictures and the pictures are for themselves. So each person picks the camera up for some, you know, quite often for entirely different needs. Like, like I said, sometimes it's financial needs, sometimes it's for spiritual or self-fulfilling, that creative, um, you know, scr- scratching that creative itch that's inside a lot of people that we pick the camera up and we shoot um, for those various different reasons. So each person's going to have, like I said, different reasons to do different things in 2022. And like I said, it's I always think to a new year is kind of like a birth, rebirth. You know, it's like reinventing yourself, like because it gives you a new starting point. So it's almost like when the clock ticks, you know, one minute past twelve, and it's now, you know, when it ticks over and it's 2022. It's almost like it's 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 something brand new. So it's it's a starting point where you can kind of feel like you're got this you know opportunity and it is an opportunity like every time every time something happens like a you know year or whatever that's another opportunity for you to do something different to change what you're doing to step it up a notch to kind of really do some more stuff in that area I just hope that noise in the background is not too annoying it is really annoying for me in the headphones here in the studio but I'm just going to kind of keep pushing forward and seeing what happens at the end. So, yeah, we're talking about the end of the year. We're talking about a new year. We're talking about all the possibilities, all the things that you can possibly do when, um, like I said, next year. And again, we don't know what what other challenges are going to be thrown up at us. So sometimes, you know, the plans we make have to be adjusted. And there's nothing wrong for adjusting plans. So some people, it's better to have a have a plan and have to adjust it than having no plan. Because if you've got no plan, you're not going to kind of be able to work around things. But if you've got something worked out in your head, committed it to paper or put it on your computer, put up the you know milestone or time points when you need to do things. My if there's you know I need to I need to do this by this date. I need to do that by that date. Great to use calendar reminders and things like that. We all have our phones with reminders and things. So. Yeah, you can set a reminder to say, you know, a couple of days out from um, an event that you want to, or, or, you know, some part of the process that you're doing that you want to kind of just kind of reinforce it. These are the perfect tools to do it. You can use what, you know, all the electronic aids to your, um, at your disposal, whether it be, you know, schedulers, whether it be reminders, whether it be whatever, um, or just writing stuff down and just walking past and seeing it and go, yeah, tomorrow's the... Tomorrow's the this date, and I'm by that date. Then my plan is to have done this, I've completed this part of my process or my this part of my journey that I'm going to kind of move forward on. And like I said, it's 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 easy um, sometimes to sit back and take the uh, I suppose the, the the lazy opportunity and then just find a reason for not to do something. And I think that's the thing you have to push forward all the time. You know. I've noticed like all my life I've had to push, push, push myself. It never gets to a point really where you kind of have you know, an easy run. Things sometimes run much better. Like you do have sometimes a, f- a more freer run where things 
as you're wanting to do stuff, you're, you can just make it happen one after the other, and, and that's fantastic. But quite often, something will come along to, a bit like recording this podcast, and, you know, I picked an, an afternoon in the studio. This, this is um, Wednesday afternoon. It's quite late, and normally no one would be working in their complex or building, but, of course, as it is, someone's working in the building complex making a whole bunch of noise. But, you know, I have to push through, and I have to keep kind of doing things and readjust so even though like I said the result mightn't be as perfect as I'd like it with no background noise and that type of stuff still going to have a result so it still means a podcast is going to go out on Thursday morning and the people who kind of sit there and listen to you know every every Thursday when the episode drops because we do notice what happens is when the episode first comes out there's a massive spike in people listening and then as the week goes on you know it it tapes off and people just come and come and come but and then they just keep on coming but there's usually like so you know that there's a a bunch of loyal listeners out there who every Thursday tune in and um want to kind of I suppose have a bit of a listen I mean I've got same for me I've got a number of podcasts that I listen to myself some of them are daily podcasts some are weekly podcasts some are monthly podcasts and you do kind of hang around thinking, oh, great, um, such and such podcast on tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to listening to that next episode. And like I said, it's kind of always good to have something to look forward to, something to, you know, to, to go to. I remember, you know, my grandfather coming to our primary school and he was a, he was an author. So he's one of the, the very first, I suppose, professional authors in Australia. Most people wrote books and had a day job and then, you know, wrote a book at night and then got it published and then made some money out of the royalties and but continued to work their day job because they didn't they didn't make enough income from the royalties alone to, to support their family. He was fortunate enough, like I said, to write some books and for them to be um, successful. Um, his name was George Finkel. If anyone's interested in having a bit of a look up on that, so he was um he was based in the um, most of his book writing was done around in New South Wales, around the Blue Mountain area. We, we, we kind of have to do something. You have to make some changes and, like I said, to get to that point where you do some stuff and sometimes, like I said, you'll get to the point where it becomes easier or, or moves more freely because things are happening. But one of the things that I just remember when he came to our school and he, and he spoke about writing a book especially when he's writing a novel. I mean, he wrote novels, he wrote history books, he wrote stuff on, you know, expeditions to Antarctica and he you know, did a lot of history books for um, New South Wales Education Department and those types of things. But when he was writing a novel, one of the things he used to do was he learned early in his probably career that if you have a story, you need to know where, where, where you're going with it. So he would write the last chapter first. So basically he'd write the last chapter which then is kind of in your mind and you know how it, you know how the story ends. So then what happens is as you go along developing the story that you know that all the story tales all have to end in that one spot. So you just keep working and, and developing the story and you've got a direction. So it's like having a plan because basically you know where you're going to end up at, at the end of everything and you're not going to get to the end and suddenly have all these loose ends that suddenly you have to try and pull together and because over the course of the of the novel you've had all these people doing all these things and then all of a sudden you've got them sometimes doing a 180 to kind of, you know, 
tidy up a, a detail. So, but it's a bit like, you know, if you've got a plan to do something and you want to know where you want to end up, then, like I said, it makes it easier then to be looking forward to that and knowing where the things you have to do and the things you have to achieve to actually get to that point. And like I said, these days there's plenty of stuff out there on the internet too where you know, there's plenty of motivational stuff and, and you know, different ideas and stuff. And you can, you can Google all those ideas and things, but having all those ideas, but at the end of the day, you still have to, you still have to make it work yourself. So you're the one that has to get out there and actually do it. It just won't happen for you like by itself. It just won't, you know, magically overnight everything will fall into place or all these things. And it's interesting that when you see some people who look like they're um, overnight success and, you know, they see this person and they go, oh, look at all the success they're having. But when you really dig back into them, you know, they're an overnight success that happened over 20 years ago because they've just been chipping away, chipping away, and they do get to a point where people become you know, I suppose more recognised or or they get to a point where they, they're getting work more freely or people are recognising their work. And that's great to get to that point, but, I mean, it's taken years and years and years of hard work, hard slog to actually get to that point. And like I said, those people quite often on the way didn't have a lot of breaks. Sometimes, like sometimes, like I said, things may have gone their way or been, been lucky or their timing's been impeccable. And, you know, timing in doing anything is kind of always the biggest challenge because you know some people um, have great success in an area because they just hit the market at the particularly right time and they jump on and off they go and, and it kind of drags them along with it but we can't always foresee that so we've got to try and make our own really got to make our own I suppose I want to say stuff like things like make your own luck and really I think you do do that and it's about being positive and about being applying yourself and using the skills that you've got. The other thing too, that when you're making that list and you're doing your bucket list, identify on that, you know, you talked about identifying the obstacles, but identify what skills you have. So what skills do you have that can help you? Do you, Are you really good at copywriting? Are you really good at graphic arts? You know, is there an area outside of your photography that you're really good at how can you lever off of that something that you're really good at or are you involved with something that maybe you can lever to use to help you on your way and give you a kind of I suppose an extra an extra boost and really something to help you get get there quicker or get there faster or get there um, and stay motivated now the other thing which I hadn't talked about is a good idea is sometimes there's power in numbers where sometimes you might have someone who's on a similar type of journey to you so sometimes people will get together and sometimes they say you know two heads are better than one where people will work together they may be going on separate journeys um, but they kind of check in on each other or they they look out for each other to keep each other on track so some people call it you know mentoring but sometimes like I said people have these partnerships where they're both kind of trying to trying to um, achieve something new in their lives and together they're kind of keeping each other um, checking in with each other and keeping each other on track that's another good way that sometimes you'll find someone that you can reach out to who can help you keep on track that can help you 
do the things that you need to do or even point you in the directions because sometimes we all get sometimes we get to a mental block sometimes we get so far along in a process and then we just kind of come to a bit of a what we think is a dead end but in every process there's never a dead end it's just a new there's a new challenge to deal with and sometimes like I said people will well, then we'll have to work out how do we how do we manage this and how do we get through this and how do I get to the next to the next stage type of thing. So sometimes having an extra set of ears, extra set of eyes, can be very beneficial in kind of helping you get to that next level. So again, there's another idea. Maybe you reach out to find someone who's you know um, at a similar point in their life. Maybe someone who's got similar goals. So sometimes there's, there's groups of people. Um, sometimes these people will always be a part of a group somewhere where you might be able to reach out. You know, in Brisbane there's a, there's a group of podcasters and um, so it consists of people who produce podcasts and quite often people will reach out to another person in the group to help them with a particular part of the podcasting that they're doing. It's maybe they're trying to, to monetize their podcast and wondering how the best way to do do that or they see someone who's monetized their podcast and want to pick their brains to say how did you how did you get sponsors how did you approach it how did you what things did you do how did you measure it you know that type of stuff so sometimes that stuff can be invaluable so sometimes there's groups out there like I said that you can find somebody in that group who will basically be a help to you um, and you might be able to help them back because quite often too you know, we all have some type of particular skill in some particular area. That person may have skills in other areas, so it's a really good thing where you can actually trade skills. So it might be like, you know, one of the things as a part of your kind of moving forward as a photographer, that, and even the, even this is for whether you're just an enthusiast photographer or whether you're, you're aspiring to be a kind of commercial photographer making a living out of it, Sometimes it's good to have some type of branding around you. So, like, you know, whether it's going to be yourself or whether it's going to be some other name um, and create some type of maybe logo or something that people can recognize um, that you use. Now, uh, consistency is a good thing to have. If you look at all the major brands, one thing you'll see is consistency. You know, if we take the McDonald's model, for example, you know, the golden arches, you know, right across the world, it's a consistent thing that happens at every McDonald's you see the golden arches. So even when you're travelling in a foreign country and you look ahead up on the road and you see those golden arches, instantly you recognise what that is and what that means. So these big brands have worked out that having these assets like having a having a logo that's recognisable will help their band band will help their brand grow because that instant recognition. So you don't have to kind of re-tell people who you are. So I'd suggest to people like if you are looking at changing and you're looking at pushing your photography forward or lifting your skill, maybe look at investing in, like I said, some type of logo, some type of branding, some type of naming. And I always say to people too, like depending on what your end goal is, you know, people sometimes have a, aspire to building a business up and then with building it to you know so it's a profitable business and then actually selling it and then sitting back and living off the proceeds so sometimes what you call that business can have a big effect on whether your plan that's your that's your end plan so you you know so if you call it 
something that kind of ties it to a geographical location, that can be a bit of a deal breaker for someone wanting to buy it and go, oh, yeah, but, you know, you know, Gold Coast Photographics, like, but great business, but, you know, I'm kind of based in Brisbane or I'm based on the Sunshine Coast, so it kind of doesn't work for me. So sometimes having a brand that is kind of restricted can be, like I said, a bit of a challenge in the future. But it depends. You may, your goal might be not to ever sell the business, so that's not really a concern, so you don't really care. But these are all a part of that consideration process of actually considering and looking at what potentially what things you need to do and how you need to structure it. Because, like I said, some people, like I said, have a very clear plan that they want to build something up to a point where they want to sell it off and move on and do something else. Other people are just happy to keep it and do, let it go to where, wherever it goes and just enjoy that ride. So we've been talking about 2022 and the possibilities for you and your photography and like they are actually endless. Even though, like I said, it seems, you know, sometimes it seems quite challenging with everything that's happening. Still great opportunities and I've seen so many people actually blossom through 2021. I've seen so many photographers really hit their stride and be able to create stuff and do stuff that they never actually believed they could do. But, you know, how do they get there? Well, a number of things, you know, like I said, they, they firstly, they backed themselves. So um, secondly, they had a plan. And sometimes, thirdly, they had someone help mentor them. So they had someone who kind of helped them to go along the way um, to be that person of support, to be that person who kept reminding them of what they're trying to achieve and probably, you know, sometimes giving them a pat on the back and sometimes giving them a kick up the bum when things, you know, not, they're not doing what the things they should be doing to, to keep on track. So I think, you know, as we start to, this year starts to close down and we start to look at 2022, get the pens out, get the paper out, start writing a list, start working out what it is. And like I said, it could be about anything. So it could also be about some of the things on that list may be around um, yourself personally. There may be things you want to do. You might want to get fitter. You know, there may be, I don't know, there might be a mountain you've always wanted to climb. There could be a marathon you want to run. There could be, a, a, you know, a, a place you want to visit um, or, a, you know, there might be something you want to photograph, you know, as well as the, you know, that, that list of things to do, you could also write your 2022 photography bucket list, the things that you really want to photograph and try and get pictures of in 2022. And again, that keeps that's great for keeping that creative fire burning. And it also helps you problem solve. I mean, a lot of, a lot of things about kind of being successful in anything you do, there's always going to be problems. Everything you do in life, there's problems. It's how you solve those problems and your problem-solving skills what will help you succeed. I can just remember um, a friend of mine went for a job many, many years ago and uh, it was a group interview and they broke them into teams and they gave them um, kind of a problem to to do something. And it was, I think it was to construct some stuff out of paper um, and they had to construct the highest structure they could out of given paper so each each team had all the same equipment to choose from but it's how they solved that problem and I just remember he he took the lead and he had an idea and they were able to build the biggest and strongest structure and ultimately he got the job and he's been working there ever since but 
it was because of his problem-solving skills that he could work out a way to kind of um, do do something, but he brought people along the way. So obviously the people running the group interview were, you know, very kind of observant, watching people, how people apply themselves. So some people, when they when they when they hit a problem, they just throw their hands up in the air and that's it. <laughs> they just they just stall. They don't go anywhere. There's other people who then start scratching their head. Okay, what can I do? What have I got here? What what have I got available to me? You know, how can I change this? What can I do? They're the people who succeed. So sometimes, like I said, working on your problem-solving skills is going to be really beneficial for you in 2022. So look, I wanted to take this point to thank everybody who's been um, a part of the podcast in 2021 for the last 12 months. Thank you very much, all the people who've appeared on the on the podcast, all the people who've been doing stuff behind the scenes. You know, like I said, it's just been an absolutely... Um, fantastic thing to be a part of and like I said I'm really looking forward to moving into 2022 and looking at where we can take the podcast and what other things we can do so we've got some ideas that we've been working on and um, we've got some new business ideas too that we're putting into place for the general business as well that'll kind of move it forward into a different direction Um, the direction like I've had a long you know I've had a long term plan where I want to take the business particularly um, photo mission um, I run two businesses at the moment. One is um, electronic security business, which pays the majority of everything. And Photo Mission at this stage is is um, its poor relation at the moment. But the gold is that it will be the it will be the golden child, um, and we're working towards that. So we've got a number of plans in place and a number of steps to to complete. So we're we're kind of working down that checklist, and we're doing those things to kind of get ourselves into a position where we can actually do that. So look, wherever you are, whatever you're doing for 2022 to celebrate, absolutely wish you the most fantastic time. Just hope that everything, you know, you can push through all the challenges, you can find solutions, you can find support and you can achieve your goals. But the main thing is try and be happy. In 2022, one of the things you should be striving to be is happy to do the things that make you happy, you know, take the photos that make you happy, shoot subjects, you know, things that you enjoy doing. And if you kind of lost your way with photography, then maybe 2022 is kind of a time to rediscover photography and to find that joy and that spark that, you know, why you picked up the camera originally because we all kind of have that, you know, had that spark when we started shooting. And that's why a lot of people continue shooting. Some people did lose that along the way, but hopefully 2022 will be the year that you will find all that stuff again and you'll get super motivated and you'll really start to enjoy your photography. So again, I just wish everyone an absolutely fantastic new year. I really look forward to seeing what our listeners can achieve in 2022. And I'm you know, involved with a lot of different photography forums and different groups and that so I do get to hear about a lot of people and their successes and I just love hearing people's success stories. Um, Success stories are great to listen to because you know you can see sometimes what people have achieved after coming some overcoming some big obstacles that most people would have just written them off um, but they just continue to push forward and, and actually start to kick goals and really achieve stuff. So this is the last podcast for 2021 on on Photo Mission Focus. Again, join us next year for 2022 and we hope that we're going to bring more great photography tips and ideas and get you thinking about photography. 
So, again, enjoy 2022 and uh, talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.